Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. Uh, sitting in the room with me today, man. It's been two weeks since this man has returned to the show. Uh, I would like to welcome back Mr. D himself. Welcome back, man. Hey, How's it going? Hey, how's it going, brother? Feels good. Feels mm. good to be here. I'm doing all right, man. Uh, what have you been up to? I know you've been out here building. I know you've been up to a lot. Man, I uh, feel like, you know, the ball never stops rolling for me, to be honest. The, uh... From the show that we did, she was, she was a part of, that went off like crazy. That was a dope show. Ever since then, it's been just building towards the next show, mm. as well as trying to build the dream, you know? I feel like I've come across a lot of different lanes that just fit. Mm. And so I'm, I'm trying to keep myself calm and not get too excited about them, but just kind of take it day by day. I love that you're <laughs> expanding upon your dream and that it's actively in work. That is very beautiful, man. I mean, it makes me happy to see you... Um, just growing in life on a path in which you desire. Mm. Uh, I do want to mention D brought his uh, dog as well, so shouts out. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. on the podcast That's too. Bay Bay. You know what I mean? Your daily little Bailey. It's your girl. Chilling. But, uh, you might hear her breathing on the mic every once in a while. That's what made me uh, think yeah, about yeah, it. She's a heavy breather, nigga. She, they, they're probably like, what is Castro doing, bro? <laughs> like, he's such a dog. Uh, you know, man, so that's that's just beautiful, the fact that you are doing what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me about that. Talk to me about how that feels for you. Uh, to be honest, it's all, every day I wake up and I'm surprised at what's been done. And I'm terrified of the future and what that holds. And I'm judgmental of myself and whether or not I'm in the right lane. <clears throat> but, you know, in all that turmoil, there's just this peace and stillness that I found in my soul about the whole situation because I'm watching it grow, you know, and, and every time I might try and doubt it or I might think I have an idea that's that's not working out or something like that, I get several, you know, things that come and confirm that I'm in the right lane, I'm mm. in the right way. Do you, you think know? that's the universe telling oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> you can talk to my roommate about it and, uh... It's just, you know, we'll have great days where, you know, I'll come in. I'm like, man, I just met this person and this is happening. And this is jumping off. And the very next day I walk in and I'm like, am I even a tiger? <laughs> like, maybe I'm just a ferocious ass wildebeest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I doing this right? Am I in the right place? You know what I'm saying? And so that's another thing that I get to, I'm blessed to have Lace on, on board with me. You know what I mean? Because I do get to go and just touch base with him every once in a while. And just get an outside perspective. Someone to... to you know what I mean? And reinstill that thing that I already know. You know what I mean? That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Uh, you mentioned, um, you know, the fact that you, you question it at times. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that's with anybody that's on the path to success. We all, you know what I'm saying? So we're supposed to have this ability, correct? To be able to take those doubtful thoughts and change the perspective. Mm. you know um and i feel that's how you advance especially mentally you got to be able to take those like days where you're feeling this ain't i, I don't know if i'm on the right path and you got to be like nah fuck that i'm on that right path you yeah. know what i'm saying and yeah. it's beautiful that you're able to see the the little the little signs that the universe is sending you uh in direction towards that path you know what i mean just to, to, to confirm that you're on that right path uh you know what i'm saying but i feel like many people uh that's where they give up you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's when those those moments of doubt enter their mind. So mm -hmm. the fact that you 
you know what I mean? It, it's it's good that you're able to a see those confirmations and b change it just within yourself off your own power. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I came to this realization in 2019 uh, that one of the the things that make great people great is the fact that they just keep that motherfucker rolling. You know what I mean? You got to be able to get through those things. And so one of the things that I've I've been able to pick up um, is that, you know, my emotions or how I feel about something aren't reality. They are not. And that's beautiful that you see that. Go ahead and elaborate. Yeah. Come on, man. I got excited. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. That's, it's like, it's like, you know, I'm going to feel some type of way about all type of shit. You know what I mean? I could be doing all kind of great shit, but one misstep and my brain's going to be like, nigga, you fucked up. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that I'm, I fucked up the whole thing. I just right. maybe didn't do that thing right. So it's like I get to, I get to, to take a look at my emotions and allow them. That's, oof, I got so much to say, nigga. Hold up. <laughs> uh, I allow my emotions to be what they are. You know, if I feel some type of way about something, I feel some type of way about something. It is that, and that's okay. And it is. And I'm not gonna shove it away. Cause that's what I used to do, and that's what kept me where I was at. Hmm. But I learned to exist in the emotion. Fine, I feel that way about it. That's cool. I still got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? I still got moves to make. You know what I'm saying? I, I still got to make sure that I'm I'm walking that same path because in walking this path got me to where I'm at. And where I'm at is dope. <laughs> like, life is good. You know what I mean? So as long as I keep myself on that path, no matter which way I feel and don't let my, my feelings swerve my actions, then I'm, I'm going to be good in the end. Do not allow it to detour you. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. You got to be able to stay focused mm -hmm. um, and know what the overall mission is. Mm. Like Batman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, dead ass. No, but for real. <laughs> Think about it. No. See how when I hit you with that? Yeah, yeah. Think about Think it. About it. <laughs> Batman, right? Uh -huh. He's on a mission. Drops in, about to bang with Joker. You know what I'm saying? About to throw hands. Next thing you know, Joker got some little memory or a little thing that triggers Batman memory. Like, oh, fuck, my parents are dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But he's like, nah, fuck that, I'm busy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he continues. That's a classic. No matter yeah. what. I really no like matter that, what. that Batman impression for your style, bro. You like that? <laughs> that was a shitty one. I hey, bro, hey, man, I'll, I'll hire you, dog. Bro, I'm low-key, low for real. As soon as I get this studio equipment, bro, I'm getting into voice acting. So, oh, me, you know what I'm saying? Bro. I really am, bro. I don't know if I'm gonna be Batman, but on some tickets, bro. Like honestly, bro, that's one of the that's one of the things that I think is so beautiful about the growth that I've had is that like, you know, I'm a big picture kind of guy. I actually just uh, took the what is it, the B B B N T I the Myers no Myers Briggs Myers Briggs like it's is that where it tests your, uh, your personality traits okay. like how you how your mind works. Talk to me about. I that. read about the I read that's about really what it what it said about me. The shit was the shit was pretty solid, bro. Like a lot of the ways that it said that I I would be thinking, I do think that way. Mm. And so I thought that was real interesting. But it's like you know, and uh, from what I learned from that is like I'm I'm weird, but it's for a reason. Yeah, you're such a unique human being <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. you're very you're very rare there's not a lot of human beings at least that i have come in came in contact yeah. with that hey I, yo elaborate like. on that though you know see i'm just saying like you, your mental uh drive for one is very um admirable to me uh. to a degree um your heart and your soul you know what i'm saying after being able to just sit here and vibe that out with you is very beautiful and it 
it seems more times than not it's in the right place. It's in the place of, I want to do some good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we all have those days where, you know, obviously, uh, bad's an option. You know what I'm saying? But it mm. seems more times than none, uh, you, you're focused on just do some good. Let me let me let me bring some life to the world. Let me bring some love to the world. And I find that very beautiful. Versus quite a bit of human beings these days could give two fucks. Man. You know what I'm saying? So mm. you're a very unique individual, very you, special. You know what I'm saying? You uh <coughs> your place on this planet is your place and it's tailored to you and it's it's beautiful that way. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I'm crazy. No, I appreciate that. Appreciate the money. Most deaf. Most deaf, man. Yeah. Uh, what else, man? What else? <laughs> what else? Is that a question I get to ask? Like, as a host, I can just hit, hit. Like, I'm supposed to be the content provider, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, what else? Yeah, yeah. No, you're more than welcome. What else? I mean, if I show up to the podcast, I must got something to say. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, to be honest, man, you know, I think it's it's my my. My mental growth as a whole, I think, has been crazy to me. Because mm. you know I mean? I'm, I'm about to be 30 this year, also coming up. You know what I'm saying? Through my eyes, me, they're about to throw a show. January 30th, we're going to keep y'all ears open about it. You know what I'm saying? We're getting everything together before we really put it out there. But you know what I'm saying? January 31st is my birthday. Mm. I'm getting ready to be 30. Um, so for 27, 28, can you? She really trying to just get <laughs> She like, you all over here talking about something? <laughs> I got something to talk about. She said right in my lap. <laughs> like, this is her house. She running this shit, man. Everywhere. But yeah, bro. I spent 27 years of my life, man, just <laughs> swimming, bro. Just straight on to the fucking speaker, bro. <laughs> she didn't care. Go ahead. Just swimming, bro. Just trying to figure it out, you know. Trying to trying to figure out where I belong and what's my purpose and all that kind of stuff. You know, the simple question. <laughs> allergic to something? You okay? We in the middle of a conversation. She really, bro. <laughs> just so for y'all at home, man, this would be beautiful if y'all could see. She was standing over the mic to oh, sneeze. You excuse know what me. Excuse me. <laughs> Continue. Say right in my face, just to, I'm sneezing, Daddy. I see you sneezing. No, no, stay there. Anyways, twenty-seven years trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? And dealing with a lot of bullshit and hardship. You know, from inside and outside of myself, it's like to to watch what I've been able to do in two years of just learning how to deal with myself and focus has been crazy, and it's all highlighted in 2020. Hmm. You know, that full year of all the struggles that America has gone through as a whole. You know what I mean? And to be almost completely disjointed from that, and in my own world, watching my dream take shape. I can definitely relate to that, man. Yeah. Uh, seemed like as it was a uh, a year for a lot of people of destruction, it was a year of building for me. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about um. Before I get on that, let me get on this. So I've known you for what, maybe a month, two months. I mean, I've seen, I caught you a while yeah, yeah. back, but we've legit, we we probably been chilling for about two months or so. Roughly. You know what I'm saying? And just to see the progression of your dream in that little bit of time from the outside looking in on my end mm-hmm. has been pretty amazing. You know what I'm saying? There, there has been um, tremendous growth mm-hmm. in time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you talked a little bit about um, you spent 27 years swimming. Yeah. Break that down. Talk about that. Man. 
Man. So, I used to... Because I feel there's a lot of human beings that are spending their current years mm-hmm. swimming. Mm-hmm. Speak to them on. So, I feel like, you know, for years, for years, I was probably, I was probably like 20, probably like 25, 26 when, you know, my world kind of clicked for me a little bit. And it, I realized that I was kind of living my life outside of myself. You know what I mean? I was... I would just do shit that I, I didn't want to do. Mm. But it's just, I don't know if it was just compel, compulsion or whatever. You know, there was something that was in me that would just, you know, I would make choices I didn't want to make. You know what I mean? I would, I would, you know, take for instance, you got a girlfriend and everything's good and then something happens and then you blow up at her. But you blow up like way out of proportion. It's like way out of your character. And you look at yourself later and you're like, what the fuck was that? Like. Mm. I don't even really feel that strongly about whatever the fuck it was, you know what I'm saying? But it's like that, you know, say you're at the club, and I'm just, you know, maybe I just really want to come out here and have a drink, but for some reason I'm stuck at the club running around looking for pussy. You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, you know, going into jobs, and I don't know why I'm in this job, I don't like this job, I don't want to get up and do this job, but I'm here, and I'm doing it. You know what I mean? It's like I'm almost living vicariously through myself, you know what I mean? Almost as if you're watching. I'm watching, movie. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? With like, like, like I'm like I'm in the driver's seat, but I got that bitch reclined back. POV. Yeah, you know what I mean. POV. This nigga. Correct. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's you know films I mean? outside of porn. That's <laughs> like one. Was it? I love that. That's I know that's for your mark. <laughs> POV. You heard? I'm like this other this films and third person video games or first person video games and shit. POV. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But yeah, it's like that. You know what I mean? But I have I have no no control over the mechanics. You know what I'm saying? How important is it to take grip of that steering wheel, man? Man, to be honest, if you never take control of that, if you never get a, get control of your own life and take grip of that steering wheel, then you're never going to make anything. You're never going to be a creator of anything. Hmm. You're only going to be the, you know, the side story to everybody's main story. And that includes yours. You talk to me about being God of your own universe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, taking control of your own universe to a degree. Um, you believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm putting words in your mouth, that, that you're very, yeah, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, because mm-hmm. that's a heavy subject. Um, taking control of your own universe, as God of your own universe, um, to the degree, if you take that control, you have the ability to manipulate what's happening within you for sure, mm-hmm. and at times, mm-hmm. around you, your environment, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, break that down, talk to me. So... <clears throat> Uh, when it comes to, to that concept, you know, I spent the first, right after traveling and, and being lost in my, own, in my own world, but not having any control, my, my first choice was that I have to be the one to make decisions in my life, mm. you know? And so I became, uh, you know, a go-getter of sorts because I'm not trying to miss any opportunities. I'm going to choose what I experience don't experience my happiness my failures my sadness all that it's going to be controlled by me mm. you know what i mean and that's where the kind of idea of being god of your own universe kind of shaped for me was in that space is because i learned that creation and destruction within my realm is majorly decided upon by myself now there's always an anomaly because it's life you know what i mean so you got to keep your eye out for those things but the majority of things that you go through is dictated by you if you choose so <clears throat> then once you get past that realm of the idea, 
you have to realize that you can't hold on to the reins for dear life. You know what I mean? Because life and your journey in and of itself is out of your control like you're on a river. You know what I mean? So you're the boat and you have to craft your boat to navigate the river. You got to give yourself the tools to navigate the river effectively. Mm. But you are not trying to hold on to the river and force the river into your will. You let the river go as it goes. Absolutely. Do your thing. Yeah, I manipulate myself within it so that my boat is stable, so that my tools are stable, so I got the resources that I need to survive on the river. What does it feel like to be able to view life through those eyes? Terrifying and fucking frustrating, and it's sad as fuck, man, to be honest, because something that you said earlier is so true, man. A lot of people just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about themselves. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck. And when I feel like when you live your life in that way and you look at the world, it's sad. In the way of not being in control or uh, being in control? In the, in the way of, well, I guess if you're an empathetic person, I'm very empathetic. And so looking out at the world, it's like you get to look at other people and you see, I see the path I'm on and I look at you and I see the path you could be on. And okay, I'm watching you not do it. And then that became that made me become the person who's like, I'm trying to rip you out of your shell. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like when when interacting with you when I first met you. You know what I'm saying? When we first like really started talking to each other, and I was like, "What's up? You got bars? Oh yeah. man, I don't really rap. Oh yeah, okay, we'll rap. Well, I'll, I'll spit a we'll spit a written nigga, let's spit it, nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that that is a person that I ended up becoming. Mm. And it wasn't bad for the time that it was, but that sort of drive. Uh, to elicit change out of someone who's not you will drive you to insanity from what I've seen. I feel the path um, of recognizing other people's potential can be lonely at times. Very much so. You know what I'm saying? Because as you said, you sit back and you see it in everybody. You're like, yo, you got it, kid. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they they, they don't have the ability to notice that within themselves. So therefore, they're looking at you like you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so. even worse than that, even worse than that is, you know, you see it in them and they don't see it in themselves. So then you rip it out of them and you put it in their face and they run away. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Because it's too intense. Hmm. If they wanted to look at it, they would look at it already. It's not like it's anything outside of themselves. But it, that's one of the things that people say about me all the time. I'm so intense. He's so intense. Not much anymore. I'm, I'm learning to settle myself into myself and not worry so much about everybody else's shit. But especially in that time, people couldn't interact. You can I would I would watch people, like they would physically or they would they would verbally uh, try and interact with me, and their body language you can tell that they're trying their best to, you know, be like yeah I love you yeah friendship all that kind of stuff. But after being around me for so long, you, you I watched people shy away, hmm. and it wasn't because I'm being an asshole because you, you know that's reasonable. It wasn't because I am you know, going too far on this way or that way or whatever, that's not it. Because if it was that, it'd be reasonable for them to, to be that, you know, to feel that way. So that's what was, that was very confusing for me. Like, why would you shy away from me when what I'm trying to do, bless you, when I'm, what I'm trying to do is, is love you in a way that I can see that you're not even loving yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it, that's, that's the way I saw it. You know what I mean? But late now, looking at looking at things a little differently, it's like I'm. My goal isn't to rip you out of your shell necessarily. If you want to see it, I'll show you. 
You know what I mean? If I if I know how to find it and you want to see it, I'll show you. You know what I mean? But it's not my job to try and show everybody because everybody's not ready. You said something. Uh, you were trying to love them in a way uh, that they're not even loving themselves. Mm. I feel that's very deep. Um, so I translate that to, I mean, what you're even trying to show them is not even necessarily just their dream. It's even like, you're trying to show them like, how to love themselves. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? I find that very beautiful. A mm. very difficult task, but very beautiful. Yeah. You know, most definitely. <laughs> I can. appreciate that. Um, I love how we can just eat up 20 minutes with ease. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Comes really easy. Yeah. That's why I like talking to you. <clears throat> okay, so you got a lot going on, man. Yeah, man. A lot happening right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love, uh, Speaking things into existence, talking about uh, manifestation of sorts, you know, things like that, man. What is in the works, man? What is coming up for these listeners, man? You know, I man. gotta promote you a little bit. So, uh, as I've said before on on the show, which is kind of really where uh, the egg kind of took shape for me, uh, the Through My Eyes Media Company is something that I'm starting up. The uh, my first LLC that I'm gonna give a shot to. And it's really right now it's 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 a lot of things, but mostly what I see is that I'm a creator. I love the idea of being able to influence other creators to create, hmm. especially those who have kind of lost their motivation or things like that. You know what I mean? I would love to have uh, almost like a, a space for them to come and and grow. You know, mm. expand on whatever it is they're doing. But right now, you know, the immediate things are getting the LLC started and uh, throwing shows to allow artists that I interact with to come on and, and express themselves, find a new audience, or, you know, show off you know their practice, their work that they've been working on. You know mm. what I mean? So um, we did that show. <clears throat> they've invited us back. I got this uh, birthday show coming up that I'm planning on making uh, just a big showcase of my friends, like those people that I really fuck with, fuck with. You know what I mean? I want that. That's what I want it to be for my birthday. It's just, you know, my people coming together and expressing their art because, you know, that's that's something that I appreciate. You know, and I know that I'm going to do something there, whether mm. it's music or poetry, fucking act out a scene that I wrote or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to do something there. You know what I mean? But it's just... I feel like for 2020, starting it out with uh, uh, an expression of myself and an expression of those around me, you know, all in one accord in that creative space, I think it'll be great, you know? I think that's beautiful. Have you stepped back and looked at it yet? Looked at it and just been like, look what I, look what's going on. Look what, what yeah, I'm Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I got right? to. I got to. Because, you know, that's that's one of the things that helps me to to kind of tame that dragon in the in my mind that's like, you want to shoot? Yo, it's so funny. Yeah. It's not funny. It's not funny. I feel bad but about truth. it. It's truth. It's truth. It uh, happens, man. The other day, uh, <laughs> it's not funny. Like, it's funny. <laughs> but uh, the other day, I I ended up getting drunk. After, I'll back up. I'm going to digress just a little bit. The other day, I had some friends come over to the house and I cooked for them. And there was a meal plan that came completely out of my head. You know, I, I made everything from scratch, from rolling. Still waiting on my meal. From, <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting on you, dog. Tell me when. What's up? 
Go ahead. Continue. But uh, with the we rolled up the pasta ourselves, me and and Lovelace uh, uh, made some candy Brussels sprouts with an orange sauce that I made up out of nowhere. Bars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some walnuts on that thing, and I made a tus- an Italian Tuscan chicken uh, sauce with mezzaluna pasta. You know what I mean? Like I really, I really went to the works on it, and I just had some friends over, and they ate, they loved it, and they had the whole a great experience, you know. So that in of itself is something that I'm looking to to move forward with. You know, I want to do more things like that, you know, doing little dinners and shit like that, because that to me, uh, expressing my my skill in the kitchen in that manner, that hits me way harder than being a line cook. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Let me weigh in on that now. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about cooking uh, and it being one of your passions to a degree. Um, me being Italian, uh-huh. I feel like when you make a meal, when a meal is made, it has to be shared with people. Yeah. Multiple people. It yeah. can't just be you. Isn't something nice about eating and watching TV by yourself, but there's something so beautiful, so artistic, so uh, intimate. About sharing a meal with others that you prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I believe it's a must. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me about it. I am somebody who... I get... My joy. I get my my therapy in the kitchen from knowing that I'm putting my all into my food. And someone else is going to be able to receive the energy that I'm putting into it. You know? Is it spiritual for you? I'd say I would say maybe not spiritual, but they're definitely therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from a from a, well I guess I don't know I don't know I guess it's what you consider spiritual because I always think of spiritual like religious. But so, so you say like energetic, like the exchange of energy. If oh, that's what you mean more, something similar to that. Because I know when I'm in the kitchen because I just started cooking, uh-huh. correct? But I know it's a very um, it's a spiritual process for me, man. I, I like to have my my music. You know what I'm saying? My little Zen music going on. Mm-hmm. I like to when I'm when I'm making my food, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm so focused. Oh yeah. You feel me? Oh yeah. I'm I'm giving a piece of myself to that food. Yeah. That yeah. food. Yeah. Food. I said. That food. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. to me, it's very it's it's I'm as I'm my 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 people gonna eat my food. They're gonna get intimate with my food. I'm getting intimate first. Mm-hmm. It's like terrible analogy, <laughs> but it's like I'm fucking. Hitting first, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to go and let the homies hit. I know, terrible analogy or something. I was talking about something so beautiful, but I had to ruin it. Oh, this dude. I wanted to be funny. Every time, bring it right back around. I I had to be funny. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? It's a very intimate, very spiritual project for me when I cook. You know what I mean? I was just wondering if that was the same for you. Yeah, that's the reason, like I said, why I don't like being a line cook is what I discovered. Mm. Yeah, because right now, as as a, you know, the bills I'm a line cook mm. and it's great for all the things that it, it adds to my life a little bit of structure there's some routine I'm learning some skills that I didn't have before um, engaging in flavors and ingredients that I wouldn't normally be able to engage with for free you mm. know what I mean so all those things are great but at the same time you know I'm cooking you know just the protein for 150 people you know what I mean and so it's like I don't get to know like if the other flavors are matching what I'm thinking this is going to taste like, and I don't get to really put myself into the food. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just cooking it till we can get it out. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I do it the best I can. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't fuck with me. But it's a job. Don't fuck with me on a flat top and some salmon, dog. Like, I'll, listen, 
Best salmon, I guarantee you. I don't care what nobody say, fuck with me. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's a job. You know what I mean? Like, we got to get the food out. You know what I mean? Mm. So sometimes, you know, I never know. And the guy I work with, he's dope. Shout out to Cliff. That nigga's, he's cold. You know what I'm saying? I never have to worry about him. Um, you know, I never have to worry that he's going to make it something that I wouldn't put out. You know what I mean? I have to worry more about myself because he's been doing it for a while. Mm. But... You know, I mean, I I also know that my taste buds aren't his. You know, my my flavor profile isn't his. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's like, there's always just that something, that little bit of, you know what I'm saying, missing from anything that I put out on the line because, you know, I'm not able to really like put myself into. You're not it. able to be personal with. Be you. very personal, yeah. And mm. that's what I prefer. That's my preference is to, uh, from start to finish. You know, from all the, because I, I think of food as a journey. You know what I mean? There should be the first note from the beginning of the meal to the end of the meal. There should be different notes within each, you know, portion of it. Like if you're eating, uh, like the Brussels sprouts, say for instance. I could have just sauteed some Brussels sprouts with salt and pepper and made it taste good. A little bit of olive oil. That would have been fine. You know what I mean? But I know that for me, Brussels sprouts are a little bitter. So I'm going to add an orange sauce. You know what I'm saying? Orange sauce is going to be sweet. It's going to be tangy. Add some rosemary to that bad boy. Put a little bit of umami in that bitch. Boom. Right? What else? Well, uh, walnuts. Walnuts are creamy. You know what I mean? And then the cranberries, just those little punches of sweet in between all those different flavors. Boom. Now you have something that has notes. And you're going to hit all of those throughout the entire journey. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a hors d'oeuvre. Just yeah. the hors d'oeuvre, my man. Shit. I'm just a manager. <laughs> I'm just a manager, son. That's beautiful, yeah. man. When'd you get into cooking, man? That's something I've never asked you. Uh, I got into cooking when I was a child, man. My mom went through some hard times. Mm. Uh, I think she had some sort of medical issue, and the medication she was taking made her sleep a lot. Um, that, and I'm sure she was probably depressed at the time. I'm sure. But, uh... I would. I was as a kid, you know what I'm saying, that's my mom, you know what I'm saying, I grew up my whole life with my mom, she's my world, she still is, shout out to my mom, you know what I mean, uh, shout out to G-Mama, as a matter of fact, let me put her name on it, put some respect on that bitch, shout out to G-Mama, but in that time, I used to, like, see her go work or whatever she had to do, and she would come home, and she would go straight to sleep, she wouldn't eat, and so, after a while, I realized, I was like, nah, Ain't gonna be not eating. You know what I'm saying? My mama. You know what I'm saying? Like I care. I wanna. I wanna help. So me as a child, uh, I started to cook for her. So I would wake up and I'd cook us both breakfast. And then I started to learn about how to season food because I would I would go and serve her the food and she would wake up and she'd be like, oh thank you baby whatever because she's my mom. You know what I'm saying? She'll she'll give me that love. But if it wasn't seasoned properly, like under seasoned, over seasoned, mostly if it's over seasoned, she won't eat it. And then I'll come back. And I'll see that it's not eaten. And that hurt me. I'm like, damn, I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So now I got to go back to the drawing board and fix what I did wrong. Right. And the next time I bring her food, you know, she doesn't eat it. You know, I, I keep, you know, I'm just checking to make sure she's not just sleeping through it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll sit there and watch her eat it and see, see her reaction. So you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, and, and over time, I started to learn, okay, you know, this is how much salt. You know, this is too much salt. This is, you know what I'm saying? This is all the things. If, if I put this with this, she's not going to eat the whole thing. So I got to, you know what I'm saying, change that up and make it something that's palatable for her. And mm. over time of doing that, you know what I mean, then everything got better and we moved around a lot and all kind of shit like that. But I think that was really the first spark for me, uh, being in the kitchen. 
was mm. being was taking care of my mom in that way. And then you know that that plays a lot into what I think about food now. You know, one of the biggest things that I'll do, like shout out to the ladies out there listening. One of the biggest things I'll do is if I if I fuck with you, like if I if I like you as a person, I don't care if it's man or a woman, but mostly women, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to feed you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to feed you. And, you know, I, I love to start out, you know, at restaurants and stuff like that because then I'll find out what your taste profile is. You know what I'm saying? What do you like? What are you into? What kind of proteins do you like? All that kind of shit. Once I figure that out, now I want to cook you a meal. Hmm. You know what I mean? And over that time of going to restaurants and interacting with each other, we I learned so much about you that once I get into the kitchen, you're pretty much here with me. You know what I mean? And so me cooking, I'm cooking indirect to you. As a person, mm. you know what I mean. And so it's, a, I think, I think it's a beautiful idea. But I um, do too. I think it's women, very, women out here sleeping. You know what I'm saying? I think it's very. <laughs> they sleeping on me, bro. They sleeping. The fact that you take your time to understand this person's taste buds. Yeah. Said person. Yeah. Whoever person may be, you know. Yeah. Ladies, if you want a meal, what's <laughs> up, from D? Holla at your boy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it exists. That's dope, man. That's real dope. Yeah, I ain't never really just got to lean in on your cooking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. I love it, bro. Um, I love it. I think that uh, cooking for me has been has been one of the most, most, uh, what do they call it? When, like you get in the zone. Spiritual. Yeah. That's why yeah, I call yeah, it spiritual. Yeah. But that's, that's me that's personally. It. That's why I view it because it's very much to me of a spiritual process. Yeah, there's um, like from from when like how I cut the food. What am I thinking of? How do I feel while mm. I'm cooking? You know what I'm saying? Like you see, you're very in tune with your emotions, yeah. your feelings, your thoughts. Yeah. When I get to work, when I get to work, because uh, at first when I go to work uh, to cook, I'll just be in there cooking, and whatever I'm feeling, I'm feeling, and I'll fuck everything up. You know what I'm saying? I'm burning shit. I'm overcooking shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm adding too much of this or too little of that, you know what I mean? Because I'm not in the right space in my head to even be in the kitchen. And there's one day when my, my head chef pulled me up to the side and he was like, hey, man, look, I I know you've been through a lot, you know what I mean? My friend had just died and all kind of shit. So it's like, he was like, I know you've been through some stuff, you know what I mean? But what I do when I come into the kitchen is this is my happy place. Everything else goes away. And if you can't do that, then you got to figure out something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's reasonable. You know what I mean? So now when I walk into the kitchen, all my problems are gone. Everything floats away. You know what I mean? Whatever I was worried about before I got here, I can drive all the way to work cussing somebody out because of something stupid that they did. As soon as I walk through the doors of the building, that's it. I got to go because I got to mm. focus. You know what I'm saying? I got to know that what I'm putting out is something that I want you to be eating. And I don't want to feel you. With energy from my bad situation. Hmm. You know what I'm Because I don't know what the fuck you going through. You know what I mean? And I do believe a transference of energy can occur. Anything you cooking. do for somebody. Anything you create has your energy in it. Hmm. So, we said spiritual. I feel meditative, which hmm. is still spiritual to me. But I feel it's a form of meditation for you to mm-hmm. a degree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like that. That's dope. Uh, I had another question for you, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I thought of a while back on this journey of uh, language that we're sharing between one another. <laughs> I've been uh, practicing, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With my last podcast guest, I'm like, me and my last few, I'm like, let me just see how long I can stretch 
certain <laughs> things out just to see how it goes. You know, it's getting better. I like it. Uh, yeah, um, through my eyes, media. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you about that at all. I mean, we we've had light discussion, yeah. but like, where's that come from? Through my eyes. <sighs> um, it's probably like twenty fourteen or so. Goes even farther back. I'll say okay. That journey started in like 2012. Hmm. I just come home from overseas for the first time, rough tour. I met up with one of my homeboys probably a little like six months later, and uh, we're hanging out. And he let me just kind of stay with him for a week. And as we're hanging out, there's just a lot of little things that I started to notice. There's like recurring things, like the deja vu feeling that would happen, but it was in line with exactly the same thing. So it's like. You know, usually you feel someone says they feel deja vu. I always anticipate, like I always feel as if they just feel like, oh, this just seems familiar. You know what I mean? But for me, I noticed at that time that I remembered something, and I remembered it like it was something that I had remembered before, and I'm remembering it again. And so, um, in in that space, you know, during that week, it happened several times, or it'd be several times where I'm just somewhere, and it's like, like there's no way. That it could have happened any better. You know what I mean? I just happened to be, like, I just happened to get up and walk to downtown Bartlesville and, and walk to this, uh, like, walk by this random fucking parking garage, which is, like, the only one in town, when I had no business to walk this way, and I'm just here, and the homeboy calls out to me, I end up walking up there, and then another homeboy shows up out of nowhere, and now we're all here sitting, chilling. Then we end up back at the, uh, at the homie's house, they put on some music. We started rapping and recording and shit like that. And then I look around and I'm like, how in the fuck did I even end up here? You know what mm. I'm saying? My, my goal wasn't to be in any of this. I didn't mean to meet up with them or anything like that. And at the same time, right behind that, I'm feeling deja vu once I'm standing in the room. Like, oh no, this was, this was going to happen. This, I remember this being a thing already. Like, it, like, I, like I belong here. Like this is exactly what I'm supposed to be. Mm. So in that, you know, I started to take notice of those moments, you know, from that point forward, like really almost look for them, you know, and so when they happen, you know what I'm saying, I get excited, and I look around and see like, okay, okay, what am I, where's my, where's my spot, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm, if I'm supposed to be here, there's a reason, you know what I'm saying, mm. there's, there's some part of this I'm supposed to be in, there's some room or some person I'm supposed to talk to, something I'm supposed to gain from this moment, you know what I mean, and once I started doing that, I started seeing things change, you know, the way that things happen, and the way that my mind is, is uh, working through situations or through even through struggle, you know what I mean, or is working different because even in the midst of struggle, I still see some of those moments, mm. you know, or the growth that I see happening, it, you know, keeps me from feeling like I'm lost all the time, which is a huge help, you know what I mean? And so in the middle of all that, I was uh, experiencing probably one of the best days of my life. I was DJing for the like first time in front of a huge crowd for Norman Music Festival in 2014. Um, and just the way things played out for me to be in that moment was crazy. There's so much more detail to it, but so many things happened to lead me to this moment. And you know, the I'm on stage with a picture on my Facebook of me uh, DJing a little bit. And while I'm on stage, and I'm looking around like out at the crowd, I realize like, man, if if I could give this to somebody, you know what I mean? Like if I could let someone 
watch the things that happen to get me here, I feel like that's something that would benefit someone. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I had to make a lot of choices. Mm. I, had to, I had to make a lot of sacrifices. I had to make uh, a lot of self-discovery to get there. And to be confident enough that when the person who was supposed to show up didn't show up, that they would, or that I, I could get up there and take a spot. You know what I mean? So all the things that encompass that moment meant something to me. And I wanted to be able to, to make something out of it. So that's where, through my eyes, media came to my mind was in that time. Because, mm. uh, you know, the way, the way I see it is through my eyes, media is just that. It's my world through my eyes. Mm. Because no one else can see my world the way that I do. But any, any way that I get close, I want to let the world see it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I feel like you've chosen a great um, vehicle to do so. I mean, especially right now, starting off, uh, you just host an artist, a spot for artists to come. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Allows the world to see what you see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Through these artists, through what you're putting together, things like that. Allows the world to see their potential. I know you talked about that a lot. We actually talked about it on this episode. Just the, you know what I'm saying? The... Look what you can do. Mm -hmm. I see it in you here. Let me show the world what you can do. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Uh, visionary of sorts. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. I'm very interesting. <laughs> very fascinating. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that you feel that way. I used to think I was boring as fuck. I used to think I was ugly. I remember I was, I was in, I was in, uh, probably in like the sixth grade. And I asked my mom if she could take me to go see this girl. And she was like, no, because you can catch a bus. She gave me some money. I was in Sacramento, California. I went over to this girl house, man. My cousin lived like right down the street. I pulled up at my cousin's house first, and I knocked on the door, and the girl I went to see opens the door, and she goes, ooh, and closed the door in my face. I said, oh, okay, I, I guess. You know, and my cousin came out probably like three minutes later. She was like, hey, man, I got to tell you something. I said, I said, what? What is it? She goes, she thinks you ugly. I said, oh. You felt that. Oh, nigga. That dictated how I thought of myself for the rest of my life. By the way, fuck you, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. With all due respect. <laughs> With all due respect. Fuck you. Nah, it's not, that, it's not that deep. It was for a minute, though. Once I once I realized I was lightweight cute, I was like, all right, all right. Dude. You out here, man. <laughs> You're a gorgeous brother, man. You out here doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? And there's many layers to you. This is the dating episode. There's many layers to D, as you ladies can tell. There's many. There's there's much uh, no. link to that, which is D. No. We talking to the dog, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she tries to stare at me to fit her dominance. She for real about this podcast, bro. She taking over. Look at her. I said, no, go away. I love you. Go away, though. Go on, get out of here. She's flying, bro. Flying. <laughs> That's real dope, man. Let's talk about the environment of the show that we recently did. Let's talk about that because I felt that environment was uh, minus one little goofy. Yeah, altercation. one little thing. Yeah. One little silly one white. Little, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, let's uh, talk about that from the very beginning because I showed up early, so I watched the whole thing. You know what I'm saying from beginning to end. Yeah, I'm right. actually more interested in hearing what you think about it. So, so I was about to say, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have you tell me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I watched the whole thing come together from beginning to end. I arrived early, talked to the boss. You know what I'm saying? The uh, manager of the juice maker, shouts out. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was it was nice. You know what I mean? He thought I was the dude that put it on. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm like, nah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just the host, but bro, I'm here. Thank you. Uh, offered if there's anything I could do to help. Because I wanted to leave a good image. Of course. You know what I'm saying for us, man? It's just business to begin with. Um, so I helped him out a little bit. Uh, one of my highlights, before the show even started, you could tell where we were as people, as a unit, and as a team. Mm. And it was very beautiful. This is when uh, JDB got on stage uh, for his mic check, mm. and my man started forgetting his liquor. He was nervous. It was first show. He never did anything like that, so it's understandable. Mm. But whenever he started forgetting his lyrics, you could tell we were a team because once he started forgetting, everybody was like, nah, mm. we ain't going to accept that. And we started cheering him on, you know what I'm saying, got, got, got in his corner. That was beautiful. And from, from, from that moment on, you know what I'm saying? That's what bonded us right then and there. From that moment on, through the rest of the night, you know what I'm saying? We carried that like, oh, no, we're together. <laughs> this is us. This is us. We're doing this as a team. Mm -hmm. And I felt the audience fed, uh, fed off. The audience was super supportive versus at some hip-hop shows. Mm -hmm. If you if you ask them, because we had a whole artist. You know, we're not going to name Oof, drop on the gonna, show. But gonna... we had a whole artist forget their entire set. <laughs> But that crowd was stupid supportive. Still. And it was, I've never seen anything like that at a rap show for sure. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Because normally, like I said, we're like, hey, yo, get the, get yeah. the fuck out of hey, here. Hey, uh-uh. You With know. all the respect, fuck this guy. Right, right. <laughs> so to see just that, and a part of it I feel is because, I mean, I cut condoning the alcohol. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Hey, drink, 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 but still, whatever the substance was that they want, it don't matter. It was so supportive. It was such a supportive show, man. Uh, I don't know how much money we made, but we were able to pay artists. I know mm -hmm. the bar made day cash. Mm -hmm. It was a very, uh, everybody was taken care of, and we made sure of that. It was very beautiful. So as far as that goes, that's, that's what I loved about the show. As far as me doing what I did at the show, I loved it. It was fun, bro. Yeah. I, was just, I was happy to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't care. I had a great little time, man. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was stupid lit for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was dope to come from this platform to that platform. You know what I mean? Uh, hip hop, as you know, I think is something that's very special to me. It's very important to me. I've always uh, wanted to be involved somehow, some way first. You know what I'm saying? Rapping. You know what I mean? And then it became, let me just make a spot for rappers to come and talk about their art. And then it now, you know what I'm saying? And underliningly for a long time, though, I've always, because uh, we had the conversation about a, a host in my living room uh, a month or so ago uh, on the balcony, man, when we were smoking cigarettes. Um, You know what I'm saying? But just to have my my being involved with hip-hop because that's how i view it it ain't just me putting on a rap show. i mean i'm involved mm -hmm. i'm a piece of this uh tulsa rap scene as 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 i continue on this journey you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying i am a part of that you feel me Indeed. uh so it meant a lot it was very special to be involved with uh through my eyes media on that man the fact that you gave me that chance it, it meant a lot and i feel like a lot more than you know you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm here uh, sucking your dick as we talk about this. <laughs> you know, I'm just letting you know that it, it it was it was dope for me, man. I loved it. I I was just happy to be there. Uh, 
obviously I'm my biggest critic uh, and I'm a perfectionist of sorts. So there are things that, you know, hence working on my conversation and just all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That obviously I want to do better. You know what I mean? But I, overall, <laughs> man, uh, I enjoyed the audience because that's mainly where I work. You know what I'm saying? It was with the audience and I felt the crowd, me and the crowd, Rolled yeah. well together. Yeah, it, it, it went well. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and the things I want to adjust are just, like I said, little nitpicky things on my own end. But, you know what I'm saying? Overall, I was very pleased. I was very, you know what I'm saying? That moment I hit them with that, uh, fuck 2020, fuck 2020, or whatever. Yeah. And they did it back. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, it's real. <laughs> I, no, I was. Y'all are mine. This is my house. That's okay. <laughs> Y'all accepted it? Yeah, I was like, settling. You got a little more comfortable. You know yeah, the, it was that moment. Because, like, just like when I record the podcast, right before I press record, that was right before I press record, uh, using that as a metaphor. When mm. I went up on stage, I hadn't pressed record yet when I started talking. I was talking, filling it out. Right after I said that, when I was like, I was like, back, record. Uh, yeah, it's time. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was on and popping from there. From there, it was just, it was kind of, I enjoyed it, man. But yeah. now tell me your thought. Man, for me, man, it was, it was tear jerking, man. It was, it was literally a representation of the work that I've done for the past year. I mean, for longer than that, but like actual physical on ground, hand to the grindstone kind of work. Um, so for me, you know, it's the same thing. You know, like, I'm, I I got to exist in the plane that I see myself existing in for the next bit of future. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like being able to see that and not only see it, but it for it to come together the way that it did, to, you know, for everybody to walk away satisfied and to know how to build from there. Like, that's, that's those were the big highlights for me, you know? Because the whole night, there was, you know, all kind of things I can bring up. You know, being able to give the people the opportunity. You know, being able to not only encourage the people going up to do their shit, you know, to go ahead and run their shit, but then, you know, being able to pull them to the side and almost be that, you know what I mean, that counselor, that inspirational, you know what I'm saying, that inspirational call. Hey, brother, this is your chance. Can't nobody take that from you. You know what I'm saying? And you very much did that. You know what I'm saying? And and that's one thing that I found. So, be not to cut you up, I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. But... You gave motherfuckers a chance. You mm. know there's motherfuckers that you gave a chance chance to on that show. Mm. They probably it wasn't time. Yeah. yeah. You gave the chance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gave motherfuckers a chance where the next motherfucker ain't gonna give them one. Right. You know Not what even, I'm saying? They won't even begin to. Right. And the beautiful so, thing about it, honestly, uh, is because you, what you said about you getting the chance to go up there, the, the biggest thing that I want everyone to walk away with is that you did it because that's one of the things i learned along my journey is that if i think about doing it that ain't gonna get me nowhere other than maybe this is might be how it works you know what i mean but if you do it like once you do it once you do it it's done you know what i mean so you can replicate it if you want you can do it again you can do it better you know which direction to go you know right. what i mean like you you know where your ups and your downs are so it's so now you can start to level out and you if you never do shit you ain't gonna never do shit you gotta you gotta lose money to make money you know what I'm saying right <laughs> and that's a that's a big part uh like I said just from where I'm sitting the fact that I've already done it now it's just mm -hmm. like to do it again you know what I mean? 
Nigga. I ain't tripping. Hey. <laughs> you know, you still gonna have the same nerves when you walk up there, but it's easier if you look at the nerves like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> like, right. like, chill out, bro. So we already did it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for things to come in that, that world and in that avenue. Oh bro, and I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna uh, talk about it on the podcast, but I'm gonna definitely drop some shit on you once we get off of this motherfucker. We can definitely speak we got uh, I got I got some shit. I got some shit going on going on. For sure. Lovelace got the show. Friday. Yeah, Friday, man. Blackbird on Pearl. Yeah. Come fuck around. We gonna have the lineup is crazy. Fucking Gengar. I think uh I think Mr. Burns might be on it, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh I know uh K N J gonna be there. J Rob. Uh uh man, a bunch of homies, man. Check it check us out on on, on uh Facebook. I know Bubba C and East. Bubba C and East and I don't know why I forgot hey bro, so. if y'all hear this bro, hey, no disrespect, man. No disrespect. Bubba C and East gonna be in that motherfucker, bro. It's gonna be a cold show. It's gonna be ice cold, man, because I already fuck with every single one of them artists already. And we're starting to we're starting to come up with, to a conglomerate, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, also doing the show, I'm able to uh, to bring together the artists that I've been seeing around and let them do it. And then the ones that stick, those are the ones I pull them. Hey, come here. I got hey, hey, come here. I mean, to a saying? degree, they get like a spot on the show every time. Yeah, if they, yeah. If they if they want it, you know what I'm saying. As long as you ain't coming with the same old bullshit or you ain't uh you know you ain't fouling out or you know what I mean doing like this you. Everybody has room as an artist to do your thing the way you do it. You know what I'm saying? But as long as you keep on the path that you want, yes, absolutely. Every single one of the motherfuckers. And mm. and then I'm watching like and they already have their own shit, so they go and do their shit and I go to it and I'm scoping. <laughs> scoping. Oh yeah. You 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 would make a good show and I can add you to these two people that I got, you know what I'm saying? I so got it's, to, it's uh, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I agree, I agree. I got to sit down with Aaron Sawyer the other day. Mm. Uh you know what I'm saying? And he's recently been in the booth with uh, J-Rob mm-hmm. and Lovelace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm big excited about that because all three of them boys are lyricists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where my favorite lies as far as, you know what I'm saying, what what I what's my shit. But, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm very, because cause they all come with their own, like, style to some shit. And it's just going to be nasty. It's going to mm-hmm. be a nice little dish. You know what I mean? Big excited, man. Big excited. Big proud of Lovelace right now. Yeah, man. That man working his ass off, man. How do you feel to give your boy the platform? Because you, you made that stage for him. Yeah. Again, that was a representation to me of the work done. Because I haven't known that boy long. You wouldn't tell it if you was around it. Mm. I haven't known him long. It's been two years, two and a half tops. You know what I mean? And... The thing, the thing that I got him on board with was, nigga, if you can just do the thing, the thing that you do, if you can just do that, would you come with me? He said yes. And as, and then we got here, and he, I think he was expecting just to pop up and, you know what I mean, it just all works out, you know what I mean, it's just everything just, you know, works. But, you know, we had to deal with the, the, the time it took to kind of start the foundation. Hmm. Have something to stand on, you know what I mean, and so through all of it, the biggest thing on my heart has always been like I can see the end goal. I can see the end goal of this stage, and then I can see where we can go from there. I can see it, and I just had to get him to see it. And through the year that we had before this show, it was just that, just me working on myself so I can portray my world to him in in a in a, in a manner that makes sense. 
mm. and also allowing him to exist in his own world enough to where he can get to where he needs to be to be able to see my world at all. You know, and that's not me saying I'm higher than anybody else or anything like that, but I, my world is different. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even feel like I exist on the same plane as the average, mm. you know, human or American, especially. You know what I mean? I mean, but I can see that. As I said, you're very unique. Your mindset, just just where you're at within yourself. Yeah. You use your set apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which so, is, I feel, how you should be. Yeah. To begin with, we we need to be more uh, set apart. Right. I guess. That's, you know that's the best way to get somewhere. You know? <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know through, through that time of, of allowing him to figure his shit out, figuring my shit out, and then us continuing to kind of feed this thing that we're building together, you know, and that confirmation, that confirmation, not only having like brought this show together, brought it together quick, out of nowhere. I mean, it's just the, the chance arose. I said yes, look over at him, he says yes, so we go for it. You know mm. what I mean? And for it to come together the way that it did, you know what I mean, to get to get the compliments about the show before he ever got on stage and then to watch him get up there and not only do his shit, but do the fuck out of it. Mm. You he know what did. I mean? He did do that. Did the fuck out of it. And, wait, and then for him to walk off the stage and be like, I know what I'll do better next time. Nigga, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You know what I mean? I couldn't ask you for more than that. You know what I mean? Every that that gives that gives validity to everything that I set out for in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? It gives validity to the idea that this idea is real. And that for me is priceless. Yeah, I think that's gorgeous, man. I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to see where it's gonna go. Yeah, man. You feel me? Yeah. Uh you know what I'm saying? I had uh, spoke to Lovelace yesterday, actually. He brought up things he wants to do better, which is crazy to me because watching that set, though, you know what I'm saying, maybe you, but not me, and mm. I feel not others, uh, saw imperfections in what he did. You know what I'm saying? He got up there and he did his thing mm. in my eyes, but he's already talking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like I said, we talked a little bit of yesterday of just certain things that he's like, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of improvements I can make. All that. Like, yeah. Oh, you spotted that? Yeah. I didn't see <laughs> I didn't that happen. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. Uh, that, that's one of the reasons why we work so well together. Because like, before, he would do some shit, and I would watch it, and then I'll tell him. like, This is this is something. This is what I think is my thing. Now, he'll do some shit, and I'll watch him. And he'll come to me after it's over, and we'll stand there. And he'll just look at me and start telling me what he'll do better. And I'll just sit there and listen. And, and then when he's done, I'll be like, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I want it to be, hey, as long as you know, that's all. Hmm. If I'm telling you, I just because I want you to see what I saw. You know what hmm. I mean? If you see it and you already know, hey, make it better. Go for it. But yeah, I think it's really funny because, you know, a lot of the traits that I have in myself, because I do it to me all the time. After I'm done with this, I'm going to get in the car and think about all the things that I said. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm always doing a reevaluation of myself. I like that you uh, do that. For the podcast a lot, you know what I mean? Because every time you come here, I feel your content gets better and better. So, you know what I'm saying? It works. Yeah. It works out for me. You know what I'm saying? Well. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I mean? This has been the With All Due Respect Podcast. I am your host, Castro X. Always coming at you live and direct. Uh, thank you, D, for yeah. gracing the mic with Dang. us. I always appreciate you know being I mean? here, man. And it's good to talk to y'all, man. I've been missing y'all when I'm gone, but I'll be it's back. Been a minute, been two weeks, yeah, man. I'll be back, but, man. 
Anyway, man, we got a little bit of uh, chopping it up to do off the mic. So with that being said, with all due respect, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs>